Hey guys, thanks for coming back to Ron and Matt Must Listen. This is Season 2, Episode 11. Today we're lucky enough to have Antonio, formerly of bands like Usurp Synapse and The State Secedes, and presently of the hardcore supergroup Thick Piss. to speak about today is the 1997 self-titled full-length by the band Closure. Hey Antonio, how are you man? Good man, how are you? Doing very well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I mean I was stoked with the album you picked uh, because I hadn't heard it for, for a minute but after listening to it again I was like this is super underrated. So you picked Closure what first uh, brought you to that band? How did you first discover those guys? Well, I mean, that, that's, that's going back to like the beginning. I mean, that's really early on. Like uh, if it weren't for Closure, I mean, I don't think um, it's one of the bands that if, if had I not been friends with them or heard that band, I, I probably wouldn't, been, wouldn't be playing music or talking to you. I'm trying to think how it ex- exactly happened. Uh, <clears throat> I ended up meeting Mark and Trevor from Closure and Mike from Closure pretty early on and probably in my late teens, maybe early twenties, um, just before States of Seeds began, uh, I, uh, yeah, I ended up being friends with them and I was the roadie for them for a little bit. I would go, you know, out, out of town with Closure. Uh, that's how we met Murdoch. That's actually the beginning of our friendship with Murdoch it comes from the Closure days um, of playing with them. And I was just, you know, friends with them, lugging equipment, um, just, they were an essential band to all of us, especially, you know, on the Oceanside uh, scene, the Long Island scene. It was just, a, they, they were just a really important point in my life, along with uh, Tetsuo, Edgar, Closure. The, those three bands are, you know, integral to my uh, musical uh, endeavors in life. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I remember hearing it in, like, maybe 2003 or 2004 for the first time, and I remember really enjoying it. And then I don't know how it didn't stay like with me because when I listened to it this week, um, I listened to it more than a lot of the other records that, that we've had on here. This one was one that I like revisited probably eight times this week. And a lot of times it's like three or four listens at, at, at the max. But, you know, I, I was impressed right away by like just the musicianship on the record. Like, I feel like the song structures are, are excellent on this album. What, when you first heard this, like kind of, uh, impressed you and and kind of like took it you know just kind of drew you into the sound well i mean i i think what's important about that record is that it's 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 like a you know it's 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 a bunch of sounds coming together like you could tell the influences not only from like screamy records but uh, uh, the influences from things like um crank records like you can hear the influences of like mineral and you can hear the influences of breakwater at the same time and i think that's what's cool about that record is it's 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 not just um it, they're, they're taking a lot of elements and putting them together to make their own sound. And I, I always thought that was cool about that band. Like you can hear um, very uh, heartfelt parts, very screamo parts, very, you know, there's hard parts, slow parts. I mean, it's, it's a really well-balanced record. And you could tell the musicians on there are very 
in tune with multiple genres of of music. When I listen to that record, I can hear what my friends were listening to at the time. You know, that's there's so much going on there and there's so much influence put into it. So it's a really special record because I think it takes it draws from like multiple areas of music. It's not just like, oh, we like breakwaters, so we're gonna sound like breakwater, or we like portraits of past, we're gonna sound like portraits of past. It's like you could tell that they're taking like things from, you know, from anywhere from drag city records of the time, you know, I can at times I can hear like a smog in there. I can hear, um, like I said, things from Crank, like Mineral. It, it, it just, it's, it's just really well done. It's a really great record. The, the recording is fantastic too, by the way. Yeah, no, the recording definitely stands out. I mean, especially from that era. Mm -hmm. The recording wasn't necessarily like, like stellar in that Top time. Top priority right? either, so, right? Sure. No, I wouldn't well, think so. Well, I mean, we, we, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, that, that was recorded at WGNS uh, along with the Seisha, the Seisha LP and the States of Seeds um, LP. So we actually did benefit from really good recording. We went, we, all three bands went to an exceptionally good recording studio, uh, but with mixed results. Um, some of us ended up with better recordings and some of us ended up with worse recordings, but we actually did all, all three of those bands. I mean, it's, you can't really say we, we didn't get a good recording you know we went to a really good recording studio i mean with a really good you know really good pedigree if you will so yeah so i'd, I'd have to i i beg to differ a little bit just just in that like there was an emphasis on the recording and, and it was recorded at a very good studio you know with a very good you know like i said pedigree uh, Matt, what did you first pick up on? Was this your first time hearing it, or have you listened to this before? You know what? I was thinking about it, and I think when we had Vinny on, I don't know if it was actually in the episode. So I don't know if it was something that went out, but, you know, we talked, as you know, we talked with him for <laughs> a bit, and I think he mentioned them. So I, res obviously respecting him and his band and everything, um, went and checked them out. But this was definitely like a more in-depth listen than that was, you know, I think at that point in time, I just was like, oh, cool. But yeah, sort of like you had said, um, more listens than, uh, <laughs> than some of the other things. But yeah, actually, like, I can, I can hear everything that's been described so far. And those were like, sort of my thoughts too, like what Antonio was saying, as far as like, these are clearly people that like a lot of different styles of music and they're not they're not in it to just emulate this or that you know they're they're bringing lots of different things to the table and maybe just the idea like almost like wowed maybe just because i feel like i don't know not that name checking is like particularly important um, with albums or bands or anything like that but I feel like they're a band where it's like how how isn't this band like up there with a lot of you know what Indian Summer and stuff like that like why aren't they at that same level like this album's awesome and I at least you know because with this show anyway I always feel like <laughs> I have maybe a lesser knowledge in certain things but yeah I just to me, maybe they were at the time. I, I don't really know, but 
nowadays I feel like they should be getting mentioned a lot more. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I definitely felt the same way listening to it. I was like, you can hear how this has influenced a lot of things that are going on. And Antonio, you mentioned how it influenced it influenced you. What did it influence you with the band The State Secedes, Stephen? Well, I mean, you know, they were my friends and I saw them do it and I loved their band. And it was one of those things where, you know, Trevor and I were really good friends, the singer of Closure. And it just, it was one of those, it was, a, it, they were very inspirational um, to me and my friends. We, we loved Closure and it helped us start our own band and, you know, they were our brother band and we were, you know, we, we were lucky enough to share shows and, you know, have a kinship together. So it was, they were just an important, it was a very important band and record for me. It was a very inspiring band. They helped me kind of see that you could make that music, you could be a vulnerable and you could be chaotic at the same time. You, you could be angry and vulnerable and make heartfelt music, but, you know, be, be an angry person to, you know, let your anger out. It was, it was very cathartic. You know, I, I, I have great memories of, of sitting around Mike Treff's house, um, putting together those uh, records, you know, pushing the CDs into the, into the, the cases and stuffing all the LPs of, you know, the closure records at Mike's house and, it was just, it was an inspiring band. Uh, like I said, no, uh, you know, no closure, no Tetsuo, um, no Edgar, no Half Man. I mean, those bands were, they were so important to us, especially me growing up, because I could, I could see my friends doing it and I saw that I could do it and it just inspired me. And Closure were a great band. They were, they were just, it was, the music is so, um, it's very heartfelt. It's very cathartic. Um, it's very angry. Like I said, it's you know, there's a lot of like, I don't know. It just it just reminds me of time and place. But it, it's it's beautiful, but chaotic and cathartic. Uh, it, it just it's 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 it just spoke to me at the time. I, I I think it'll speak to people for for a very long time. Yeah. No. I mean, I agree. Like I said, I I I definitely don't think it gets. I mean, there's names that get thrown around incredibly often <laughs> with with that style of music, and their name isn't mentioned. And I find that interesting, particularly after going back and revisiting it, that it's not spoken of a lot more because I can hear the influence in so many young bands, whether they realize that it influenced somebody that influenced them or not. I mean, it's an incredible record. And some of the things that I, I think really stuck out to me is like, their ability to build the tension in a song is incredible. Like, absolutely fantastic. Um, and then the vocals are, are right right in the wheelhouse of something that, like, speaks to me. Um, anytime I'm listening to a record, that that's something that hits me right away. You know, just hearing it again, probably haven't heard it for maybe five or six years, but, like, and then listening to it, the vocals hit me really hard. Um, did that impress you too when you first heard it was was hearing you know the vocal styling that they utilized oh yeah i mean there's no question i mean trevor trevor's influence on my vocals and my understanding of how to scream in a band and mark you know the cool thing about closure is there's not i mean trevor's vocals are fantastic but 
you know, the other thing about closure is there's like four people who can sing in that band. There's like three people who can scream. Mike can sing. Um, so they have so many, they had so many tools to build that tension. Like if you listen to that record, they're not only building it with the music, they're building it by using the different vocal, you know, styles. So they'll build it with Mike. If they'll build it with Trevor, they'll, and then they'll they'll maybe they'll drop it down. Mike will build it again with his singing. Mark will come in with his style of screaming, and then they'll drop they'll drop it on you with like everything with Trevor, Mark. Like it's it's kind of brilliant because they have so many layers of not only music they have like multiple vocalists. So it, that's really important too, is that, you know, they, they knew how to build it, yes, musically, but they, when myself, you know, as a singer, as somebody who listens, you know, as a vocalist or whatever the hell you want to call me, somebody who screams, um, when I listen to that record, I'm, or any record, I'm always listening for how the, how the vocals build or how they, like, how the vocals come in. And that was part of the brilliance of that record, you know, like, they knew how to use that and and build the tension with that too so yeah it's it's just a really great record it's a super important record yeah like fantastic yeah if that makes any sense to you guys but i think it does maybe. i think it makes sense no 100 percent. i mean that's what I, that's what i'm referring to i think that it's just one of the things that was super impressive is the fact that it's not like i mean there's a lot of records that you can you can hear the tension but the tension comes to like all these crazy builds like yeah. there's a push and pull and then a massive build in a lot of yeah. sections and it's not just musically that's what's so strong about it i don't know yeah. i was super impressed hearing it for you know the first time in quite a while and then like i just kept listening to it like i went I, it wasn't like i i was like oh i have to listen to this for the podcast which sometimes does happen but, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> there have been quite a few of those for me <laughs> as somebody who's openly admitted that like if the song's over like 35 seconds i'm like okay this is too long but it up. I, it's all right it's okay it, yeah you'll you'll just never be welcome in oceanside just so you know <laughs> that's, that's true yeah if that's true about the closure record you're never welcome it was yeah, it was I'm totally sure. not no no i like i'm just i just I'm just, I went, I'm just kidding around yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no when i when i went back and listened though i was like i don't know how i didn't just have this in rotation all the time because it like check marks so many boxes for me of things that i like and yeah, I mean, I've revisited so many times this week at work. Um, like, I was like, oh, you know what? I can just throw that on again. Like, there's there's nothing going on. I listened to it the one day I think three times the whole way through. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's it's from front to back is a. I I would go so far as to call it pretty damn near a perfect screamo record, if you will. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that's a fair. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, you won't get an argument like, for me on that. Yeah, it, it just it like I said, it checks so many boxes that like that I like in in music. And then to to talk about you for a second, to focus on you as as our guest, you've been in a ton of great bands. Um, I mean, obviously, the State Seeds is is one that I had the uh, LP from. Was it was on Level Point, wasn't it? Yes. Uh -huh. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. So that was a great record. You were in. You served in a half. Level, 
level, it's actually level plane. Seisha seven is the first one, and then states of seeds is the second. Yeah. Seisha okay. seeds LP is level plane number two. Yeah. So, if anybody. Yeah, cares, I. I... So. <laughs> at one point, at one point in time, I definitely had the vinyl, but there were so many things that have come and went over the years. When I'm like, oh yeah, well, bills need paid. Yeah, well, I I don't know I don't know what bill you paid with uh, a states of seeds LP, but uh, <laughs> that's back in the VLV days. Yeah, it couldn't have been very it couldn't have been very expensive bill, but uh, yeah, you could probably find that record for pretty cheap if you need it again. So VLV yeah. days, whenever everybody was was selling shit to each other for way too much on there. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it was like okay, uh, you and I you, record was like 150 yeah. fucking dollars. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, people were utterly ridiculous. I mean, great band, points. But... Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of insane. Yeah, to think about that, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the hype yeah, around that yeah, stuff so at that point. Seeds, yeah. Usurp synapse, correct? Um, I think there's still hype around some of it. I, as in usurp, yes, yes, yes. And you're currently, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, you're in I'm the case, resurrection, right? Mara and if I, I knew case, I knew yeah. that you were mm-hmm. both yeah. as well. Because mm-hmm. we talked about I am the resurrection at one point yeah. through DM and how much I like that split with off mine. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I was I was in those bands. Um and yeah, um, yeah, I'm in fake fist with uh a bunch of guys from gospel. Uh, oh nice. Yeah. yeah. With, Vinny yeah. and and Matt yeah. Messina, who I talk to yeah. both of those guys regularly. They so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, so it's Vinny and Sean from Gospel, Matt Messina from Sunken Temple Records, Helen Troy, uh, Mike D from CR, Kill Your Idols, uh, and like a million other bands. Um, myself, um, Jane Newman from um, uh, Unearthly Trance. Um, and I think, is that all of us? Am I missing somebody? There's, a, oh no, and uh, I'm sorry, sorry, Justin, um, who's in um, uh, Christ Head uh, and, and also a bunch of other bands, uh, X bands. So there's, there's seven of us. <clears throat> so there's a lot of us. Yeah, there's seven of us. But yeah, that's fake piss. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked to, uh, I'm stoked to hear you guys. I'm really cool, into here. Yeah, thank you. Hear what you guys yeah. got going on. Yeah, we're, we're hopefully going to have our demo out. Um, before the end of the year and uh we'll have a split seven inch with wenches out probably in the new year so yeah so things are rolling Sweet. with that thing yeah yeah no that's awesome that's that's incredible cool. i was talking yeah. to messina about doing like trying to do swirl tapes that make the tape look like it has piss all over it <laughs> i mean yeah i mean sure that's awesome yeah we, we are <laughs> i mean we're, we're, I mean, we're trying to work that out <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can, yeah, that sounds incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I, love yeah. It. I am, I am, I'm, yeah, on board 100% for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, I sent him, I sent him one that I just did and I was like, this is all the yellow that I have. So I got to order different <laughs> yellows, but, uh, I'll, I'll send you a picture. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. A toilet bowl swirl. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, call it piss puck swirls, and then uh, you know, <laughs> I had to figure out a way to just get a circle though, like a, a white circle in the middle. Yeah, off the like a, like a toilet bowl, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. no man i mean like i i which matt put us in touch um he mm-hmm. was like yeah you need to talk to my friend Antonio. like you gotta talk to Antonio. And i was like awesome you know because we had spoken to Vinny first mm-hmm. and i think Vinny was probably one of our favorite conversations and i got longest by probably an hour because <laughs> i think we were on with Vinny for like almost five hours <laughs> Oh yeah, because really? I remember we, we had to cut that down. Yeah, it, I mean, I was surprised it wasn't longer. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's an incredible human being, and he's an awesome storyteller. So I'm, I'm really not surprised. Just I mean, the kind, one of the kindest individuals too. Just oh, such yeah. a nice guy. I mean, fantastically. I don't know if he know, if he told you this, but I mean, I've known Vinny since. I mean, we we grew up in the same town, and I I've known Vinny since. I mean, I used to work at a comic book store, and he's probably what five years younger than me. So I mean, I remember him coming in as like. I mean, I've known him since he was a little kid. Like he he used to come into the comic book store. Like he has like a ten year old kid with his like dad and his sister. Like so I I've known Vinny like forever and. You know, Sean, Sean from Gospel and I grew up together too. Like, Sean lived across the street from me. So, I mean, those two guys I've known for like literally most of my life. I've known them like since we were like kids, essentially. I mean, I was a teenager working in a comic book store, but I mean, I knew Vinny since he was like, like a 10 year old kid. So, like, our, our relationships go like way, way back. So, you know. Like before, no, I mean, that's that's incredible. Music. Yeah, yeah. No, that's incredible. And and you know, I mean, when he was on, obviously Messina picked gospel when he was on. And I mean, I would have picked gospel too, but it already, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's already it's already taken. No offense to closure, but we all, no, no, all no. that, that all record pick, is just, yeah, <laughs> we're all gonna pick Moon first. Like, just Matt beat us out, to, beat me out to it, or all of us out to it. Yeah, no, I'll be honest. I, I was surprised it didn't come up from anybody in the first season. Yeah. Like, we did 20 really? episodes, and I was really surprised nobody picked that record. I was actually, I, I hate to say disappointed, but slightly disappointed. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, there are, I mean, there's a lot of great records, so I'm, I'm, I understand. But, yeah, Moon, I mean, Moon, from my group of friends and, like, the, the community that I'm involved in and my, you know, like I said, my, my friend group, like it's, it's pretty much understood that Moon's the best record that anybody did. Like all of us, out of all the records that we made, like, I think it's pretty um, unanimous that everyone would say that Moon's the best record that any of us made, you know, like we all understand that it's that it's just like that good, you know, it is. And I don't, I don't think it's just that group. I mean, I know it's a record that I, that I name drop a lot because I mean that that record hit with me as soon as it came out it's one of the few records that I probably could have made money on and never got rid of either because <laughs> yes. I loved it to the point where I was like this is never leaving my fucking house ever yeah so I still have oh. the original like press with the white dots on the red uh, I wish I had that one. dude I wish I had that. I had the never one. let that fucker go yeah that's that yeah I would yeah that's I would hold on to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> no. I mean, I was lucky no. enough to get the purple one. So, and I think that's the second press. And 
you know, luckily they, they, they came to Indy, I think on that tour. So I got, well, I mean, I saw them several times in Indiana, but I just remember they had the purple on, on one, I don't know, one of those tours. So I was lucky enough to get that one. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard, by the way, by the way, I, 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 just to clarify, I mean, it wasn't just the, I didn't mean it was just like, in our group of like musicians and friends like i i mean i think i think the i think moon is like an like a, a classic record i'm just saying when when your friends and you know when you're talking with your friends who are you know we're all musicians we're all friends it just you know all bullshit aside like you know i think every every one of us has to say like yeah like you know we made a lot of good records but moon's the best record that yeah just recognize i get that 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 yeah like that's just how that's how we kind of like chop like everybody knows like chopping it up between like us as a group of friends like you know we all know that that's i mean it's the best record like you know and we made we all made a lot of good records but that record's the best record out of the bunch The new gospel might actually even be better than Moon. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard it. So you have, you know, uh-huh. yes. yeah, it's fucking incredible. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it's it is. Fucking- it, I when Vinny sent when Vinny sent it to me and I listened to it, the first thing I sent him back after listening was, "This is just gonna crush everything that comes out that year, and for the decade before it. Like, this isn't even. It's unbelievably good." Yeah, I mean, I mean, Vin, I mean, Vinny, I mean, I was home about what two or three weeks ago, and I mean, I don't want to take away from. I know we're supposed to be talking about closure, but I mean, this could be no, a no, long no. conversation. No, no, no I mean, I, I, you know, if you talk, if you talk to Vinny for five hours, now I feel less like uh, I was like, oh my god, is this going to be an hour? And then I'm like, I'm trying to pack everything in, but you know, if Vinny gets five hours, maybe I'll get two. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like. You know, I mean, Vinny's, tr- I mean, just, just, I mean, I, w- I was home about, you know, two or three weeks ago and I was lucky enough to, to get, get to go to a, me and Messina went to a, a gospel practice just to hang out. 
um, you know, drink some beers and like hang out. And I was sitting there watching them play. And I mean, I always, I mean, everybody's musicianship in that band is like in insane, like incredible. But I was watching, I was watching, you know, just listening to Vinny plays, like, it's just ridiculous. Like his fills, his time, like the way he goes about like it. And then Sean, you know, the way Sean plays bass, like with him and how they, 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 perform together it's just ridiculous it's the timing structure is is absurd to me you know yeah i mean and i mean i was lucky enough to make friends with those guys and you know i'm in contact with them fairly regularly like i mean i talk to messina at least once a week and usually i try to talk to Vinny as much as possible i mean right now he's dealing with shit so like it's hard to to chat but you know i mean the fact that they like were like, oh, you gotta, you know, you gotta check this out and hear this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted honest thoughts, and it was like, I mean, I, honestly, I was blown away. I, I, you know, I knew it was gonna be good. I didn't know if it would hit like because I thought Moon was a record that was pretty untouchable. But yeah, I think it's every bit as good, if not better, than Moon for sure. Yeah, I mean, Adam, Adam Dooling is a musical genius, like straight up. Like anything Adam touches is brilliant. Like he just he's that guy he can just he's just creative you know he, he's just such a create creative force like and the way he goes about like writing um the way he does vocals i mean i can't say enough about adam i mean you know i've been at you know i've been, i was in two bands with adam um yeah he's just he's he's a genius john's a genius i mean it's a band full of geniuses they made somehow four geniuses found each other and i don't know (laughs) that's just gospel like it's four geniuses and they were lucky enough to find each other it it just that's what it is like it's not i mean they you know i I went home a couple weeks ago like i said um you know for the release of you know a piece of the beast comp which i was lucky enough to you know write some liners for and stuff like that um and you know, I, you know, I don't know if most people know this, but, you know, like Messina and Vinny, they literally live across the street from each other, like oh, across yeah. the street from each other. So, um, yeah, so I was, you know, obviously I was staying with Matt um, and Vinny was complaining. He was like, oh, you know, we haven't played in, you know, a year or two years. I, I'm worried about how this is going to go over. I'm like, oh, you know, Vinny, it'll be fine. You know, it's going to be fine. Like, you know, every, you know, gospel's great. Everybody loves gospel. Um, he's like, oh, we're going to be playing the new stuff. I don't know if it'll go over. And I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. So then, you know, me and Messina go to the practice, right? We watch them play. And yeah, like the two of us walk out into the street and I'm like, good God. Like, um, and, you know, even Matt's like, yeah, it's like, it's ridiculous. And then, yeah, like Vinny's completely like worried about how the show's going to go over. And we go to the show and we watch them play and like, literally like it's, everybody's jaw is like just hanging like that the, they're it just it's just that good i mean like i said it's, it's four geniuses and they all found each other and that's incredible like yeah it's 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 an incredible band yeah no yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. and i mean i think it's cool that like you know like you guys are doing fake piss i'm like i said i'm super stoked to hear what you guys do um you know, Messina knows I'm like just fucking amped to hear anything that 
that any of you guys are going to put out. So, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I know when he mentioned to me about it, I said, well, dude, if you want somebody to do swirl tapes for you, like, let me know. And he's like, can you make it look like it's piss on a tape? <laughs> it's like, I'll do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's 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 a it's both yeah like we're 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 a bit of lowbrow and highbrow at the same time so yeah piss on the tape sure and then maybe <laughs> you know a, maybe a little bit like wittier lyrics but yeah something like that yeah yeah piss on the tape and wittier lyrics then yeah sure. I love it yeah. yeah something like that <laughs> I mean it's called fake piss so take take what you will like you know whatever you, however you feel about you know. I don't know how that operates in your brain, but, uh, you know, I both think it's like highbrow and lowbrow at the same time, depending <laughs> on, you know, how you're feeling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, I'm actually, you know, fake, I'm actually really blessed to be in a band with the people that are in fake piss. Um, it's kind of a long time coming because there's certain people in the, in that band that, you, you know, we, we just never were able to be in a band together due to all the circumstances we were in. I mean, I've wanted to be in a band with Mike D since, I mean, Serpico days, you know, the the 90s, you know, I, I, you know, I looked up to that guy and he's, he's been in so many incredible bands and obviously, you know, Sean and Vin, I mean, God, I wanted to play with them forever. Uh, you know, uh, Messina and I, God, we, you know, we, we've been friends for forever. We, I mean, we're, we used to be roommates. I mean, we, you know, we influenced each other so much with music. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jay Newman and I, you know, grew up together and I mean, he's been a musical influence on me. Um, and, you know, Bass God, uh, Justin, I mean, we've known each other forever and yeah, his, his musicianship is incredible. So just the fact that all of us can be in a band together, I mean, it really is, um, it's, it's kind of awesome. Plus, I'd like to say, uh, you know, we're uh, seven really funny motherfuckers. So yeah <laughs> there's, there's no lack of, there's no lack of that. jokes no lack of jokes and fake piss i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah. yeah it's actually hard to have practice sometimes because there's too many jokes I, I could i could definitely see that being the case like with yeah. the joking around with Vinny and matt that we that we had the opportunity oh, yeah. to do on here <laughs> was you know yeah was imagine great. yeah imagine that yeah, imagine that multiplied by, basically by times three. Yeah, yeah, it's there's the, yeah, it just it's all just yeah, and then yeah, I mean yeah, with you know New York Long Island humor, I mean it's just taking the piss like I don't know, it's just, <laughs> the entire thing yeah. is just like it's just yeah, we just it's it's a fun it's a fun it's a fun group of people. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, and like I said, I, I was appreciative that uh, Matt suggested us getting together and chatting too, because like, I know you had chatted with Hal, I believe at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Who? Hal Capone on, on IG. Oh, yo, you Hal. Guys... I thought you said, I thought you said yeah. Kyle. I'm like, who the hell's Kyle? Kyle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle from South Park. You guys yeah. do. Kyle from <laughs> South Park. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't recall. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talked to Hal. Hal's awesome, man. Like, I, I, yeah, I Hal, Hal and yeah. I are real close. So yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. talk. All I, I, yeah, I saw you. I saw you were uh, 
releasing the uh, uh, High School Sweetheart stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, next, well, it'll be this upcoming Friday. I just screen printed like five um, like small posters, and then I did like a couple of a uh, couple of patches, and I'm gonna do like a small limited edition run. But I did a bunch of swirls for that too. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked for Hal because I, I, when I chatted with Hal, he sounded kind of like uh, sort of remorseful that they didn't put anything out or. I don't know. He, he just kind of sounded, I don't know. It just maybe it's, it's nice to see uh, that get re-released for sure. It's been, it's been in the works for a long time because the issue was um, trying to get the, the files um, into a waveform. Oh, okay. that was what that took so long. Sense. So, yeah. So, you know, I had to actually get all of the files and then turn them in the wave files. Yeah, so it took, yeah, it took a minute. It took a minute because we were having issues with like trying to get them to one another. And I mean, like I had them on CD that he had sent me, um, mm -hmm. but I listened to him in a car. Like I don't have a CD burner on my computer, so I actually, oh, yeah. I actually bought a CD burner specifically to make those tapes for. Him. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. I it was it was worth yeah. it. I mean, no, that's, that's my love. That's, that's my man. You know, yeah, that's love. That's love. That's awesome. Good. That's so that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. No, if I'm any, happy that yeah. it's coming out yeah. too. You know, yeah. like I wanted to do it for them. And I mean, I know like I'm a no name label and like there's other places that are much bigger that he could probably have somebody because he's got enough clout with people. I don't always get people coming over and picking stuff up. <laughs> I mean, I was lucky enough that like the Reds discography went really well. And I remember when when Antonio mentioned about Matt and Vinny living. <laughs> next to each other they both ordered it they both ordered it and i I'm, saw this address and i'm like wait a minute what the fuck like this is literally like the next across, house yeah no it's they're they live across the street from each other and that's not hyperbole like they it's they live across <laughs> the street from each other yeah when we were yeah, recording it, with Vinny, matt walked over mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd like cut yeah. it out of it, but I remember him being like, hey, yeah. Matt Messino, what's going on? And I was like, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, 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 yeah. It's, it's, pre it's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah. It's also great that they live across the street from each other. Like, it's, it's awesome. You know, you get, you yeah. Get, you, get, uh, you get like two vacations in one when you go there because I get to see Vinny <laughs> and I get to see Matt. So it's like, two vacations bundled into one you know <laughs> no that's yeah. awesome yeah actually i was hoping to make it out to the gospel show in new york but i had personal stuff going on that i couldn't end up making it i was supposed to stay at vinny's place actually oh really so, that would have been amazing yeah. if you were across the yeah. street and then i was staying in that in that, in that, <laughs> in that house that would have been incredible yeah yeah that was the plan initially but unfortunately things took a turn here at home that like created a lot of tension where i just couldn't leave so i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry about oh that. man yeah. yo it is well, what it is i mean you can't do yeah. anything about it so well like, uh it'll happen it'll happen someday we'll all get together yeah oh most definitely most yeah. definitely we got to figure something out yeah i'm planning yeah. on hopefully doing a fest here in pittsburgh at some point with like the bands <clears> that i'm releasing and uh there's some stuff that's like not 100 percent confirmed but there's one discography that like if I can get the band to play and get back together just for that, I mean, mm -hmm. I would definitely love Fake Piss to play. 
I already talked to Messina about it. I said, look, if you guys can make it here to play it. I mean, like, that's, I mean, that's e- shit. I mean, that's, it's an easier drive for me than them. So, I mean, Pittsburgh's yeah. so much closer for me. I mean, I, I'll do, sure. I'll do it. Yeah. Just <laughs> getting the other, getting the other six and some, some way to Pittsburgh, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. But, but so yeah. we can talk about closure again, I guess. <laughs> so often. Yeah, Which, I mean, by the way, that's all this is. By the way, that's yeah. all we do every time. So don't think yeah. that that's no, it's fine. Funny. I mean, once 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 you guys let once once I realized that Vinny talked for five hours, I'm like so much more relaxed now because <laughs> I was like, here I was thinking this is gonna be like I was like, oh, it's gonna be an hour and I gotta fit all this shit in. But, now no. that I know that Vin- Vinny talked your ear off for five hours, now I'm like totally relaxed. Yeah, the best like, time. Oh, yeah, this is like free, <laughs> like, you know, this is just some sort of like free form kind of just, you know, yeah. It's just, dip in and dip it's, out. it's podcast jazz. <laughs> yeah, <there's nothing laughs> to All right. Yeah, that's cool. We yeah. just like to approach it like just three friends hanging out, talking music or whatever, you know, so. No, that's fine. I just, I was like, I, I, I I always go into these things like super tense because I I don't know necessarily how it's gonna like I don't know the format and I don't I mean you know we know each other but we we kind of don't know each other in the sense of course like we don't we don't like we don't talk on the regular so I don't you know I don't know what it's gonna be like but (laughs) you know I mean honestly like yeah I mean if any talk for five hours. and yeah, I, I, I was, yeah, I, I should have, I should have gotten into this more comfortable, knowing that you've already talked to like Messina and Vinny, so like, <laughs> yeah, like those are two people that I, yeah, like I, I know really well, so yeah, yeah, I should have, yeah. We've had yeah. some, we've had some great, great conversations. Some of the stuff oh, couldn't I mean, make it on because of like all the shit talking we've done. But. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, up. following up. By the way, following up those two people is good. Is very hard. Like. <laughs> Matt and Vinny are like, yeah, they're, yeah, they like master talkers, you know. <laughs> that's how I, I mean, and I, and I mean that I, this is that's in the highest regard. Like both of them are like, they, they're, I don't know, yeah, they just the way they, they, the way they can spin a yarn and stuff is just, you know, yeah, they're they're both master talkers, man. Yeah. One thing no, to note about Vinny like- that we haven't mentioned yet. Is like we talked for two hours before ever hitting record. Even hitting record, <laughs> yeah, that should be pointed out. Not, so, I'm, we never I'm not hit record. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it yeah. was three sessions, wasn't it, before we actually recorded on the fourth? Yeah, and he was doing video for. Did he do video for the whole thing? I can't remember, but I can't I remember, remember. wasn't he in the bathroom at one point? Because he's like, "This is where I can get away." <laughs> <laughs> That may have been true. I can't remember. I just, I do remember Messina showing up at one point, and him I mean, being like, "Hey, it's Messina," <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, wait, wait." He's like, "I'm doing this thing with 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 Ron and Matt right now." He's like, "Hang on, hang on." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 some sometimes a bit, and this is not to insult either of them at all, but it it is sometimes very like. Um, sitcom-ish that they're so close to each other because like i'll call sometimes and it'll just be like that you know it's just like it just it's sort of like a sitcom like they're just like you can just walk across the street and like i don't know it's just like it's it's pretty funny yeah oh no it's it's great i mean they're hilarious they really are they're great guys yeah 
yeah i mean they're, they're, they're my i mean they're my yeah i mean they're my family they're my brothers i wouldn't i wouldn't have it any other way i mean those those two guys are yeah i mean those yeah i mean i i yeah i mean i, I do i do anything in this world for the, for those two people so yeah for sure yeah yeah and you, you're involved with with uh a label too correct you're doing a label yeah i, I yeah i have a label called small hand factory um yeah I've yeah, I got doing the, uh, what was the last tape with uh is it no omega or omega yeah i did omega glory that was uh, the was, second omega tape glory. yeah that's people from uh well i mean it's people from like a million bands but it's people from like most precious blood um um and millhouse uh and i mean like i said like a, a million bands uh, no it's, I, it's fantastic i bought the tape i bought that one. Oh, that's right yeah i remember, like you, I remember you bought it yeah, that's yeah. Right. Th thank you for buying it by the way yeah thank you no Thanks happy to support, support it yeah thank you and right before that i put out a wenches tape which is the new race band and band which kind of sounds like i don't know some sort of like i don't know like i mean it's it's fucking incredible but i, I don't know how i can do it justice like imagine if like race band and an acdc were you know had some sort of bastard child it's like fucking brilliant um and then yeah uh you know obviously uh you know messina and i are partnering on some some releases coming up um that's awesome yeah i mean you know i did i did some split releases with kaiju daisenso and tokyo fist um yeah so yeah it's you know um much like yourself you know it's it's um it kind of started out as a way to release my own music or my own band's music, the band I was in. And then it kind of evolved into like, you know, your friends, you know, you, you like your friend's band and they don't have a release. So you're like, well, why don't they have a release? I'll do it. <laughs> and that's kind of how the label sort of evolved. It was like, well, if no one else is putting it out, stop looking around and, you know, you, you got to do it. Like if you're going to question why, your friends bands don't have a release and no one's putting it out well then that means you got to put it out you know like don't right. don't stand around waiting to, you know waiting for something to happen because it's not going to happen you're the guy that's got to if you're if you're questioning that that means it's your time to do it so that's kind of how like the the label sort of evolved is you know instead of waiting to see who's going to put out my friends releases because it's not going to you know maybe it's not going to happen I just kind of right. like jumped into the fray, if you will, you know, like into the breach and kind of was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm the guy that's supposed to put these things out. And that's what I did. So we got, I've, I put out 12 releases. Um, and I'll, yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff lined up for, you know, obviously the fake piss will be, <clears throat> you know, the demo will be split between Sunken, Tem Sunken Temple and a Small Hand Factory. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, yeah, like Maddie and I have a bunch of split releases coming up. Uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of like I'm spacing it at the moment. But, there, you know, there's a few releases that we're already talking about. Um, so, you know, it just it kind of just keeps rolling. Like uh, once it once it got started, it never really slowed down. And I just kind of kept doing it. And, you know, I'm happy enough to do it. I mean, it's it's. Uh, 
before I was making, you know, I wasn't really in a band for a while and I wasn't really making music in that respect. So it kind of, you know, it helped fill sort of a, a bit of a void in myself and that I was being creative with music, but, you know, I mean, I was DJing and stuff obviously, but um, as far as like being in a band, it, you know, it definitely helped, you know, fill a void for me that I was still involved in like punk and hardcore and metal and I was doing stuff. So yeah, it just, the, the ball kind of keeps, keeps rolling and I'm happy enough to uh and to keep it rolling you know to yeah it's it's great you know no I mean I I don't I've never been in a band in my life I legit just was like I've always been you know like I've always been in the scene in a way but like yeah. basically quietly standing in the back while everybody else beat the shit out of each other because I always mm -hmm. had to go to work the next day or you know but like <laughs> but I uh I was like, you know, I, I just want to do this. I just want to start a label. And so I just approached this this band from Pittsburgh that I that I saw play. Um, they opened up a show and I was like, look, I, if you guys ever want to put something out? And they were like, oh, actually, we recorded the live set tonight, basically. And so they gave me the cassette tape of it and I took it home and made tapes. And then after that, I just like either approached bands or I had bands that kind of approached me and you know, if it was something that I was into, I was down to put it out. And if it was something that obviously like Reds was like, Reds was a big deal to me because I felt like that band was a band that kind of got overshadowed. And I was like, I want to put that out. So awesome. yeah, being That's able great. to get in touch with those guys and then kind of become friends with, with Dima and Evan was, was really positive too. And then everything just kind of led to where it is now. And then yeah. I like, I started doing the Instagram awesome. lives because I, I lost my job during COVID and, uh, was like, well, I got nothing to do, so I want to take my mind off of that, and that's how I started doing the Instagram live, and that led to the podcast, so everything has just kind of been like, I understand how it snowballs, like it starts out with such a small thing, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do this, and then it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sorry you lost your job, but like, that's probably one of the best things that's ever going to happen to you in your life, like, you know, in a way... I mean, you got to pay bills, but also like fuck a job, you know, like, <laughs> you know, no, you, I, the best, the best endeavors come from, you know, like, I, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, art, artistic, like altruism or whatever, like usually doesn't make you a lot of money, but it definitely like is better for your soul, you know? Agreed. hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm guilty like, of giving away too much stuff for free. That's my, I, I get a lot of flack from other friends who are like you can't keep giving shit for free and i'm like eh, it's all good uh, it's i'd a, rather right. somebody have it that likes it and enjoys it than to uh it's not it's not you know i don't anticipate that ever being my my employer you know i already have another job obviously but like you know just like doing this yeah. was just something i wanted to do because i felt like the community gave me so much i wanted to give back to it
I mean, sometimes, you know, like, really, you know, Messina and I talk about this all the time. Like, in reality, you know, the, the best case scenario for all this is just, just, just to make your money back. Like, you know, it's not really about, you know, I don't think about profit when it comes to this stuff or anything like that. I want to do something for my friends. I want to help them, like, have a release. I just, if I can just break even on this shit, like, that's all I care about. Like, I never, right. never look at it as, like, well, I'll make this much money on a tape or I'll make this much money on a release. Like, as long as just, as long as, like, the money comes back to the, you know, the hopefully the exact amount and it just breaks even, I don't care. Right. Because, right. like... I don't want to think like that either. Like, I don't want to be that guy that's like thinking about like the wheels start turning in their brain about like how much money you can make on something. Like just <laughs> if I can get the money back and you know, there's shit that they can push and people are happy. Like, and yeah, I give away too much of it too. Like I do that shit all the time. And you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm kind of happy enough to do it anyway. I mean, whatever. Yeah. No, agreed absolutely agree man like i think like for me it's just never been about like i never looked at it like this was going to be like my career oh no you know like yeah. this is my career i'm gonna go make tapes in my basement and, you know yeah. like <laughs> covers like that's my career <laughs> like i never I mean, looked at it that way it always was like I, it's happened for, it's it. happened for other people man i mean yeah 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 it's true just saying that was never my intent. My intent was like just to give back to it. something that I really cared about. Yeah. And I think that's like why I, you know, like I get along with all of you guys because I every time I talk to everybody like you, Vinny, Matt, like when we talk about things like this, we're all kind of on a similar page. Like we're just like, yeah, though this is like this is fucking punk music. Like we're not supposed to be like corporatists trying to make uh make a million dollars off of everything. No, no, no. I mean, no. That I mean li- I think I think losing the plot may be the worst thing that happens to you in life. You know, like if you lose the plot, like you're really kind of you're. I mean, you're kind of you're fucked. Like in many ways, like morally being one of them. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's punk rock music. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with making a living, but yeah, like when you get to a certain point where, like, yeah, like like I said, you lose the plot, or you're like thinking about like how much money you can make, or I don't know. Yeah, it's it's you you it's not you're going to lose some of the, you're going to lose the essence of it. And that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not good. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Which by the way, I got to say the uh, Omega glory patches are fucking killer, man. Well, you Those know, patches I, are super fucking nice. Well, I, as much as I'd like to take the credit for those, Brian, Brian, me and from uh, Omega glory actually had those made. So they're all, all credit so due off to that, me and, yeah um i actually do have the i think I, I have the link to the company that where you can have those made so, oh nice yeah but uh yeah i can probably send it to you but yeah, yeah that's sick man thank you yeah uh, but thank you but also brian me and thank you because you did the work and i just am saying thank you for your endeavors so yeah yeah so, so yeah. To try to get on topic with closure. <laughs> oh no, I mean, Somewhat. we're we're past that at this point. I think. No, I'm just. Joking. I think we can move. We can move yeah. forward. They don't no, need I, to be mentioned. We no, can circle. Yeah, we can circle back. Yeah. No, no, I was just circling back to say that you know, like, 
with with all the bands that you've been in and everything that you've played, what did you find most inspiring? And do you still like even with a band like Fake Piss? Does that does that does anything from Closure ever resonate when you're doing a band like that? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I, I mean, do I think that Fake Piss sounds like Closure? Not at all, but you know, I think you got to understand closure that band's like super important to me because those are my friends where I, I they were a band where I was I was very inspired by them and Trevor and I were friends and I don't know it was one of those like well we were all friends but I mean Trevor and I you know a, a, he is a vocalist and you know being friends I mean yeah I mean I think I you know that's just part of my punk rock past they're like a super influential band to me um, I don't think, uh, what do I take from Closure? I mean, just, I was inspired by that band. They inspired me to make screamy, hardcore, whatever the hell you want to call it. I, I refuse to use the, the word, the one word. <laughs> I won't use it. But yeah, yeah, they were just, they were just a super inspiring band. I mean, I, I take the, the ethos, I mean, in everything I do, you know, what I always, what I learned from my friends <clears throat> growing up and the bands that, you know, I was inspired by the Oceanside bands like Tetsuo, Edgar, um, Closure was, I saw what they were doing and they were super inspiring to me. And <clears throat> it was just a very influential scene. It, it was very genuine. And I've always, I've always thought about that. Like, I don't, I don't play music as like a, a joke. I don't play music as a novelty. And I play music for real and I put my emotion into music and I put my heart into music and it, it comes from like my being. And that's really important. And my friend, all my friends from the, those bands, bands after bands before we all that it was coming from that source too. It was coming from the, the, from our beings, you know, we weren't watching, I've seen bands play before and you can tell it's an act. Um, oh, right. And you can tell, like, you know, putting on airs. And that's not where my friends and I come from. We come from, like, the center of your soul. Like, the whatever it is, the emotion, the anger, the happiness, like, the pu like that pure emotion in, the, in, in, in your core. Like, that's, that's where all of us play from. All of us. Like, we, there's not anybody in my group of friends that plays, like, you know, as a, you know, a novelty or whatever, like, yeah, some, some, some band that's just putting on airs, like none of us play like that. It all comes from like pure emotion and closure. were part of that. Like they, I saw that in them. They played, they played with pure emotion. You know, they state to seeds, closure, Seisha, um, Murdoch, Davola, Judas Iscariot. Um, trying to think who else, like, we all inspired each other. We all, we all were like, it was like a hive mind of, of like thinking, like we, we all inspired one another and none of those bands, I never thought, I never looked at one of those bands and thought like, oh, this is an act, you know, like it right. was like, it came from like pure emotion, like anger, frustration, happiness, like joy and just, you know, being young, you know, we were young and we're, we're pissed, but you know, you're, you're pissed, but also joyful. And it's like, it's complicated that at that age, you know, you're, you're both joyous and, and like 
you you want to just like you know you know i don't know like tear tear through the fucking you know you want to you know tear through the sun you know you're just like you're just you're just angry and joyful but yeah we were all kind of coming from the same the same place you know but yeah it was never it was never it was never bullshit so yeah that's i don't i, I don't know what i was going on about on that tangent but hopefully i explained something well, I think that you were getting at the fact that it's the sincerity of it. It's a yeah. sincere thing. It's not an act. It's not somebody going out and, and putting on a show. It's somebody who is literally going up with their sincere emotions on their sleeve and throwing it out to everybody. And yeah, I mean, that's, and I mean, I pick up on that from the conversations like that I've had with, with like Messina and Vinny, like, I think all of you guys are incredibly sincere and that's something that yeah. I appreciate because I'm the Thanks. same way. Yeah, um, thank you. yeah thank you yeah it's nice that it's it and to be to be truthful it, you know it, it is it's very nice to meet you know like-minded people who who understand like you know that that perspective you know yeah like, no like, i i definitely i mean i think it's one of the reasons that like for me why the music stayed with me for so long a lot of the bands that like you know i mean helena troy was a band that i loved back in the day too i mean i was a big fan of of that that band and like you know getting to know matt it was a mm -hmm. massive deal you know and like there's been plenty of people that i've met along this journey in the last like three years mm -hmm. that i didn't know before that i've made friends with that it's been like a big deal to me because their music meant something to me and yeah. music to me is is essentially you know it's life for me i mean it's it's been something that's been there no matter what i used to say this to my my grandparents raising i used to say this to my grandmother no matter what, I don't need to have any friends around me because I can just go to my shelf and take my record off and that's going to comfort me in whatever the, the moment is or that's going to be what brings me joy or that's going to be what I can scream along to to get my frustration out. So, you know, I definitely, like, respect that uh, that answer. I mean, sincerity is a big deal to me as well. So yeah, I respect I mean, that I, answer a ton, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah i, I kind of was was trailing on a bit about a bit about it but yeah sincerity would be the word that i was i wasn't using and was searching for but yeah we were sincere and we meant it and you know we we you know we had a chip on our shoulder a lot of us too you know like it was us against the world and you know mo most of the people in my group of friends we weren't exactly like you know necessarily like the we weren't in you know, we grew up in a very big scene. Like Long Island hardcore was very prolific, and New York hardcore was very prolific. But we were just—we were a microcosm. We were like a small thing in that scene. And a lot of people—they didn't really give us much, you know, credence or do. You know, we 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 were kind of like the misfits. You know, um, we didn't play chuggy stuff. We dressed like, you know, like old men like we wore like you know like thrift store clothing like we were just kind of outcasts so like you know it, it was we definitely we were we were out to prove something you know whether whether we knew that or not we were angry we were right. we were we were mad about a lot of things but we were also mad that people didn't give us our due or, or counted us out before we even before we even did anything so you know that's part of it too um so yeah it was it there was a lot of it's also it was all sincerity because we were we're we're pissed you know 
No, I mean, and I think, I mean, I think that's the, the thing about it is, is like that era of hardcore has went on to inspire years worth of hardcore. And obviously you guys had inspirations yourselves. I mean, that kind of lead you to, to where you go. I mean, I don't think that's like being um, facetious at all, but like, I think, I think when it comes, when it comes to like hearing a band, like again, like Closure and hearing that record, if a young person who happens to check out our podcast has not heard it, it's probably if you like if you like hardcore music, it's probably a band you should check out. Like, you know, especially like emotional hardcore, you know, anything that's like screamy hardcore, whatever you want to call it. Like if you're into that stuff, Don't you should say definitely it. I wasn't gonna say you know, good word. <laughs> you can say it. You can say it. I have no I have no interest to uh to offend you. <laughs> with the dreaded the dreaded word but the point being is like you have to check it out it it does i mean i remember how and i had this conversation multiple times about how like when we were younger it was just called hardcore and then like (laughs) and then like it got tagged with with the 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 screamo thing but then it got scrams which is the one that really just like just gets we give it so much shit on this podcast oh, because yeah. it was just so fucking stupid. almost as much as uh fucking what's dumb. the other one the kitten yeah what is it it's kitten. just oh i always jokingly call it yeah, no. kitty, kitty litter core is what i always call it yeah that's the nice what's that well apparently Nothing there's a offshoot well there's an offshoot subgenre is it kitten core or something I don't know. Somebody Similar to something. sass i don't know i don't know what any i don't listen to any of this stuff i just hear about it <laughs> Yeah, that uh, such a ridiculous ass. Yeah, I don't want to see. Here, here's where I have to tread lightly because I don't want to be that fucking old like asshat man who's like making fun of something, and like, and then like people are like, well, that's just what we, you know, like you gotta you gotta tread lightly. Like I don't like that word, but I'm not discounting the music. I hope people understand. That. Oh right, oh, yeah. right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like I got all love in the world for like yeah like uh, screamo music or whatever you want to call it is that my being and i hope i hope there's a million bands and a million great songs and a million great records that come out you know you know forever i just don't like the word i'm just i just hope people don't understand that i'm not discounting the music by any means you know like I'm, i'm all for it so yeah i just hope nobody's like listening to this and they're like fucking like old man like asshole like, well, it wouldn't be you. Yo, like, it was, make, yeah yeah make all the screaming music you want i'm sure it'll be great um i'm all for it i just i think that i just think the work it's the it's the like microscoping of a genre yeah, down to a yeah. small level that's unnecessary yeah, well, that's what happens with all music though and you can make that case for like even for the term screamo in a sense because sure like this shit happened like all like Matt Gordon makes a good point. Matt Gordon from Kaiju Daisenso is always like, it's all just fucking hardcore music. Like right. once you start like calling it this and that, you're you're like discounting what it is. It's punk rock hardcore music. Like, does it really matter? Like, why do we have to like, yeah, like microscope it down to like something? Why does it always have to be like identified by subgenre by subgenre and then you get it, it all becomes meaningless you know right no agreed absolutely agreed <laughs> like what's a what's a hardcore band like 
I mean, Black Flag's a hardcore band, and um, I don't know, Usurp Synapse is a hardcore band. Like, they're both hardcore right. bands. Like, who the fuck cares? You know? Right. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I, I think that's the whole the whole thing is, like, we're... I mean, I, I think it's also just the era that we all kind of came up around, too, was that that's just how it was categorized. And then it started oh, yeah. to become, like, microscoped out further and further and further to the point where it's just gotten to the point of, like, hilarious labels. Nothing to do with the music, just the label itself being slightly ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sort of... Uh, I'm sort of guilty here because, you know, I was part of those subgenre labels, but after a while like yeah it just be you know, there's only so long you can keep hearing like you know oh this is a new version of this or now this is a subgenre of this like after a while like right. what the fuck does it even mean you know right yeah Definitely. like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna worry about it. i don't know i, I just i don't want to waste my time worrying about like you know, if the records I'm buying are part of a scene or or, or or sound, or if they're not, like, what a what a waste of fucking time. Yeah, it's like, right. do you, you like know, it? That's... Does it speak to you? Good. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. all like, that really matters. Yeah, is there yeah is there credence in like a, a modest mouth song and then you know a fucking Don Martin three song? Yeah, they're both they're both important bands. Like they're both like you know there's both there's there's important shit in both you know in all music. Like right. just listen to fucking music. You know? Right. No. Like, yeah, no, you know, I feel that. Like, I mean, in the closure van, I think we used to listen to a Cat Stevens record. Like, fuck it. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, you know, like, I'm not ashamed that, you know, we, you know, we, we were, you know, we listened to like whatever the fuck. You Was it T for the Tillerman? Because I do have that. I don't remember. I'm just Cat saying, Stevens like, T for the Tillerman. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, maybe Cat Stevens is like a bad example, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like or whatever, like a David Axelrod record or like a right. You know, like just just listen to fucking music, like music, like that's what's important. You think like nobody, nobody, nobody makes music in a fucking vacuum. Like that's not how it's made. Music is made right. by listening to music. That's how you make music. You know, you want to know why? You want to know why Moon sounds so good? You want to know why the Closure record sounds so good? It's because those guys are like music like they're they're music fans like we're all music right. fans we listen to like yeah. you know we listen to like a lot of shit like we have big ears you know 100 percent. i mean i think that's that's part of why we did this too was because i think that there's this kind of like common misconception where everybody automatically assumes like this person's in this band so this must be their favorite record or this must be a record that inspired them and i think we you know we've had such a like wide array of like like genres and things that you would be like, wow, I didn't anticipate that was going to be what they picked. So yeah. I'm always impressed with that too. It's, it's fun to get to chat about that with somebody and actually like pick their brain about how that inspired them. Yeah. And I think, I think if you're, if you, yeah, if you, I, I'll get off my high horse, but um, I do think that like, yeah, like, it would be no, I, I wouldn't be shocked, but I would love to hear what my friends, all my, you know, like people from Closure, people from States to Seeds, people from, you know, Resurrection, Gospel, Helena Troy, like, I would love to hear, like, you know, Fake Piss, I would love to hear, you know, because everybody would, would come up with the really interesting things that they were inspired by, 
you know, because we're all just big music geeks, you know. Like I said, you don't you don't you don't make music in a vacuum. You don't like you don't make a screamo record because all you listen to is screamo. Like you make a you make a you make a record because it's all your you know your, what you're inspired by, and yeah. it could be as near it could be as myriad as you know. Like I said, like I I, I use terrible examples, but you know, Cat Stevens, Modest Mouse. You know, I mean, so many things inspired us. Um, that was actually a really golden age. You know you know the internet wasn't the algorithm the algorithm wasn't so dominant as it is today we didn't really you know listen to everything you know like right dj shadow meant as much as palaka did to me you know it was right. that was you know and I'm, I'm saying like it was like we were taking things from everything well it was like i felt like when i was younger like especially because i wasn't from like a city i was from no man's land and like like, I always joke that, like, my record store was Kmart when I was growing up. But, yeah. like, it was all about, like, me reading liner notes of bands I like to find other bands. That was, like, a lot of my time was spent, like, reading, like, oh, this band, thank this band. I should listen to them and see what they sound like. And checking all those kind of things out and, like, actually, like, researching to find something to, to check out. And that some of it sticks and some of it doesn't. You know, some of it hits and some of it's not for, for yeah. you. But, like it's so different now because it's just at the click of your fingers you can just go in and be like oh yeah i want to hear bands that sound like this and mm -hmm. then you know spotify apple music fucking google they'll pull it all up for you and then you can get stuck into that niche too where that's all you do is listen to that specific thing yeah there's there's hardly any mystery in it anymore you know and, that, and that's unfortunate because like you said you know there was part of that it was a bit clandestine in the sense that you really had to do your research and like i mean i remember once like um i kind of got i remember hearing at the drive-in for the first time and it wasn't exactly like what we were playing in states of seeds but we were definitely like into that band but i think i remember like we were like we were looking at the liner notes and we were like Oh shit, like they thanked angel hair and, and heroin in, in this in the liner notes. So we were like, oh, there's a connection there. Like obviously this band is playing with those bands. Do you know what I mean? They don't sound like right. Angel Hair or Heroin, but right. then we were like, oh, okay. Like there's there's you could you could like you could you could put the pieces together like, oh shit, like, you know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I totally do. I mean, like, I think that's, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I felt like, um, you know, when, when I would find something through that channel, or like somebody, like I worked in a music store, and somebody would like recommend something for me to go home and check out or whatever. Or like, I would see something that would intrigue me, I'd go like, look it up. Like, you Ooh. had to find it. It was like, yeah. you couldn't just like you had to seek it out. I feel like there was more of a journey to get to something and, you know, and then the investment in it, like if you purchased it to listen to it and then, you know, if you didn't like it, you're like, oh man, like that's a bummer. Like that's a letdown that that wasn't something versus now you just go on and you listen to it for 10 minutes or you listen to the fucking single of something and then you don't listen to the rest of the record, which, you know, maybe the rest of the record is incredible and that one song is just part of a massive, you know, massive undertaking for that artist. But you've only given it the credence for one one track. 
I don't know. I just think that it's such a, and, and as somebody who's like a big album listener, you know, like I like to listen to things cover to cover no matter what. Yeah. Like I don't like to skip tracks. I like to hear what the vision was from everybody too. Yeah, I agree entirely. I mean, I think that's part of it. You're exactly right. I mean, I think there's no, like, yeah, you just, you listen to a few seconds of something now and you're just sort of like, oh, I don't like that. And then you didn't give the artist like the whole, like, the, yeah, the whole album's worth of time to like sort of, for lack of a better term, like explain themselves, like what they were really going for, you know? That's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, granted, I, I'm going to flat out say that anybody who's listening to this is probably a music nerd anyway. But, like, this is just music nerds. Like, that's what we do here. Like, it's yeah. everybody who we talk to. It's just we all love music. It's it's a passion for everybody who gets on here. And I think it's just, like, a cool thing that, like, when, when, you, when you seek something out and you find it and you like it and you take the time to, like, get the artist's vision of what they were attempting to do, I, I don't know. There's something really rewarding about that. I agree with that. I mean, I think that like, um, you know, that's part of, you know, the journey with music is, you know, you, you, you spend time with it, you know, you, you know, like you said, like, you know, to go back to your point, when you were saying like, you know, I can take this off the shelf and I can scream along to it or something like you can, you know, that, you know, spending time with music, I think is really important. You know, it's, it's like sort of like therapeutic and helpful. I mean, I, I, I've always felt that way. And I've always felt like, you know, I feel like there's not enough importance placed on how music affects people, you know, and the way that it really, it really helps to, you know, get through tough times a lot or to, you know, when you're feeling good, it's it, you throw on a, a record that feels good, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's so much that can go on. And like, sometimes just knowing that somebody like feels similarly is just helpful that like you're not alone in a process of dealing with grief or anger or you know whatever you know I think that's a big deal yeah I mean I think I think music is like the you know maybe the ultimate catharsis in a sense like um it, it certainly helped me in my life um without music I mean I mean I don't know like you know the ability to put my emotions through music was I mean I can't even I mean it was priceless so yeah I mean I agree I mean to be you know I just music music is so cathartic um more more so than any any other art art form that I was able to find in my life I mean there are there are many but I just was I was you know it was it was you know my muse you know 
you know, I was always in the same boat. Like I was always like really interested and, you know, I like all kinds of art, but music just spoke to me the most. And it's been the one thing that has consistently been, you know, important to me throughout the years. And like, you know, I have, I have a 12 year old son now and like trying to get him interested in music is really funny because that's not, like kids just don't have that same interest. I feel like that, that we did. You know, and maybe it's just his age. He's just not interested yet. He hasn't hit the point, but like, it's just so strange and different to, to envision him sitting and listening to a record. Like he just doesn't have an interest in that. His interests are video games and like trying to learn how to design video games. And like, that's his interest. So like, I support that, of course, because I don't want to take away from his, you know, vision or artistic endeavors that he may want to get involved in when he's older. But I'm always like, oh, I just wish that I could get you to be like super interested in this because <laughs> yeah. there's a catalog of music laying in front of you that you could do so much with. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't give up hope yet. I mean, um, you know, my friend Brian Wyrick from Maracate and Thin Fevers is in a band called uh, Veilcast now. You know, he was telling me a story the other day where like his, his son is like, I don't know, I think he's, I think he's 17 now. Um, and he's super into video games and like the same as your son, like really into like designing video games and like coding and, but, you know, he came, he came home, he like, he, you know, his son went to like uh, some concert recently and then like Brian came home and like his son was listening to like Lamb of God and he was like, well, Whoa. he was like, all right, well, you know, not bad. I mean, my son has, <laughs> has went to concerts. My son has went to concerts. He does like some music, to be fair. Like yeah. uh, when he was five, he I my wife bought me a Mud Honey record, and so I took him with me to see Mud Honey because he liked it. And so we actually ran into Mark Arm on the street, and there's a picture of my five year old son with Mark Arm. That's uh, awesome, from Mud Honey, yeah. which is That's hilarious. Yeah. And That's then awesome. I took him to see he he likes the band Joyce Manor, so I took him to see okay. Joyce Manor. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, not so, bad. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's how we get. That's how you get there. That's how you know you gotta you gotta go down the path. You gotta find your own path, right? right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. man. But I, I just, it was just really funny when he was like, "Well, he was listening to Lamb of God, so you know maybe the light bulb's gone off." Like, you know, <laughs> not bad, right? maybe next week he'll be listening to like, you know, like sleep or something or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just, that's just kind of, yeah that's awesome that's always awesome to like hear that kind of story too because like i always enjoy hearing about somebody else's kids who are older than mine to see like the difference in age and how that affects certain things too like what where they become interested in different things so yeah i mean it's one of those things where i think you know we were actually having this conversation yesterday uh, you know my my friend and i were djing and he you know um his wife showed up with their little baby and uh you know we were i was like oh you know your your, your child's gonna have incredible musical taste and he was like well i mean oh they were both like well you know it could go the other way because like you know if your if your parents are like really into music your kid might like completely reject music you know be into like wood boats and shit or something you know like just go the, <laughs> you know just go the complete opposite way like just like not interested in music at all because their parents were like too too much of you know too too much of musical geeks you know 
yeah that's the rebellion is to not like participate then yeah because like as cool as your parents as cool as your parents are right they're still your fucking parents so whatever (laughs) they like you're gonna be like oh my parents like that so (laughs) you know i'm not into that that's the joke i I always used to make i used to say like I'd be like, hey, son, this is a band called Converge. And he'd be like, that's fucking lame. I like blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, um, to get back on track, if we can again. I don't know if we to. can. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I, I really it's long gone. Like, Ship is This has devolved. Yeah, I don't know. This, is, <laughs> yeah. this has devolved into something. I don't, I don't know they what all, it is. But, they yeah. always do. There's never... Yeah. There's never any reason to what we do. It's just to chat with people, Um, (laughs) which is why our listener group is like 30 people. Yeah. Which is. Oh, that makes me feel good. So I won't be so embarrassed when this comes out. (laughs) There's only 30 people that listen to this. So I don't feel like a complete ass. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't anyway. We've, I mean, you know, we've, we've had a great time chatting with you, obviously. And then, like I said before, I I I really appreciate you being on. No, I, I was just, I, I'm, I'm just trying to make humor. I, I'm actually having a really fun time talking, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been great. I mean, and so when we, when we talk about closure and you think about that record on the whole, are there any particular tracks that stuck out to you as like standouts that if somebody hasn't heard the album, they should visit first? I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, shit. Like, this is gonna sound bad. Like I forget the names of the tracks, but like, um, I mean, I love that whole record. I mean, it reminds me of a time. I think it's real. I just, I think it's really well put together. It isn't too long. Everything seems to make sense and like fit together well. Let me think. I usually just put it on and let it play because it's like, right. Same. I just, I just love that record. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the first song, KM. I mean, um, Time Off's great uh, on the B-side. I Jesus, this record goes for a lot of money. I had no idea. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, and when you guys were talking about your labels and like, oh, we want to put out Friends records, I'm like, maybe put out the Closure discography <laughs> so I don't have to pay like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, KM is is so dynamic. The first track, especially with the vocals, how all three or four of them sing on that. Yeah, I love like, you know, tre- I I love Trevor's lyrics. You know, a lot of it has to do with like existentialism, and um, you know, you know that that song "Time Off" has has a lot to do with like you know working for a living and not enjoying life. And it was just really, you know, it's an inspiring record. It, 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 yeah. I, I mean, all of it's, all of it's great. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know, Gun to Head. I mean, I would say KM, the first song is just, it's just so fucking good that like I, I could listen to that song probably for the rest of my life. It's, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good, it's such a good opening track. Yeah. Too. I mean, like, I mean, it really opens the door for what's about to come. And yeah, they're show, they're, they're, they show, they show you everything like your first sample of the band they show you everything they can do and like that's why that song is so good they're showing you like yeah they're do they're they're yeah you get you get you get everything it shows you exactly what the band can do so yeah it's a perfect opener yeah and like i said 
great record on the whole too, which we say about a lot of the stuff we listen to on here. But I think that like, I think making an album is an incredibly hard thing, especially getting like tracks right and getting the track listing right. Yeah. I feel like that's such a hard thing to do because a lot of times you listen to a record and feel like a song's out of place or something. This is another one of those records where it's like from beginning to end, it's just perfectly tracked too. Like everything yeah. is just, it flows so well. Yeah, they, they, they got it right. Like, um, like I said, Seisha, Closure, States of Seeds all went to the same studio with the same engineer and all three got different results. Um, and I guess it just, the you know, um, but what Closure and Seisha, I mean, what all three came away with was fine. They're all good, but um, obviously I feel like the, the Closure and the Seisha are, you know, better than the States of Seeds record, but um yeah like it, it it it's just they they tracked it really well um the vocals are bright uh they they the levels are correct it just sounds the, the it's just very dynamic it sounds really good um uh, and like i said like we were talking about their ability to build the songs and like like you said keep the tension and like keep it building yeah that's that that's it, it's incredible i mean you're 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 along for the ride. Like if you hear that first song, you're you're sold. Like you're Definitely. in. You're you're, you're 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 you know you're 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 in. So yeah, great shit. Yeah, that I mean that's why I, I mean it's a great record and I love it. But you know, I mean the the people in that band too. I mean it, it, it's just so important because those people were like so influential in my life and they were they, you know it was, it was just such a magical time. You know. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand. So we also had this thing that was brought up to us at one point by Tom Schlatter, who mm. said that we should ask everybody who's on what other records they were wrestling with picking, <laughs> since it's hard to narrow it down to one. So was there anything else that you thought of picking? I mean, we touched on the gospel yeah, gospel. already. Oh, you're saying Tom from you and I? Yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, what's up, Tom? Uh... <laughs> Friend of the show. Yeah, I mean, awesome dude. Great dude. Yeah, he is. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, trying to think. I mean, obviously, you know, some people... Are, I mean, what did Vinny pick? Genesis. Well, we weren't doing... Well, he picked Genesis. Oh, yeah. Oh, he picked Genesis, but he didn't... Actually, at that point, we weren't doing sort of the follow-up. Uh, hey, what are what other albums you pick? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems very Vinny to pick Genesis, though. That's good. <laughs> um what did what did messina pick gospel yeah okay uh that makes sense uh other other records i mean i i mean i mean i mean that don martin three lp that's one that yeah. like i i mean the 400 years suture would be Ooh. something i would pick I'm trying to think of like records that i oof, yeah that I just I constantly listen to, um, yeah. I mean, those those would be some of them. I mean, I mean, I guess I would pick the Seisha because it's really important. But I I feel like picking that is like somebody else going to eventually down the road is going to pick that. I mean, that's not yeah, no offense to Seisha, but I mean that's just going to get picked by somebody. So um, let me think. Yeah, that 400 years was really important to me, that that Suture LP, the first one. 
God, I'm drawing a blank. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to throw a curveball here, but I, the Don Martin three, if you never heard that, that record's like fucking phenomenal. It'll come to me. Well, if we can go to another question, then I'll, I'll think about <laughs> it. Yeah, no, man, that's totally fine. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's the most important thing. Yeah. If you don't have yeah. an answer either. We've forgotten to it. ask it a few times. So. Oh, multiple yeah. times we've forgotten to ask that question, but it yeah. is an interesting question whenever, whenever you try to break down, like, you know, what what you would pick is as like a backup to something is uh, sure yeah i'm just I, i'm thinking about yeah i just keep thinking about hardcore records i mean obviously like there's so many records that it like influenced me you know i'm i'm a big record collector i love a lot of like you know different genres so but i'm, I'm trying to think of like those foundational like points where i was listening to a lot of like you know that was my main you know focus was hardcore music We'll say doesn't I mean, have to be hardcore though. Yeah, no, I know, but <clears throat> I'm thinking about that. I mean, if we're talking about like a certain like time frame. Oh, okay. And if, you know, I, I just I, I kind of I mean, Rocket from the Crypt was like I mean, I would I mean, yeah, I mean, Hot Char Rocket from the Crypt, Hot Charity. I mean, I could talk. I mean, um, Scream, Dracula, Scream. I mean, I could talk about those two records. I mean, they were like so important to my friends and I that I mean we wore those out so yeah maybe a rocket record or something like that no that's awesome man i mean like for for me i i would have a hard time picking it took me long enough to just pick one and i picked Seriously. one based on the fact that matt hadn't heard it which was <laughs> the main the main thing there what was it charles bronson youth attack Ma that was uh that was my pick yeah i i i yeah, that's a that's a really good pick. I love Charles Bronson. I actually, yeah, I I don't think I ever saw Ch Charles Bronson play, but I I was yeah, I loved that band. Yeah, it was really really yeah, that was a super influential band too. Yeah, loved it. I actually bought those when that came out. I bought those off Martine at uh, for Distro. I bought them off Martine at. Um, michigan fest and i think it was like 98 or 99 and uh i think that was like crimson curses last show oh wow yeah so yeah just just a little bit a little little bit of history there that record in particular is one that like led me to find a bunch of other stuff that i that i really ended up liking so. yeah i mean they were like i mean they were like a super influential band and they were i mean they were great i mean i was um jay newman from well from unearthly trance and fake piss he actually got me into uh charles bronson like we used to drive around and listen to like just whatever shit we had gotten at shows and like put it on tapes and shit or whatever and he was like yo you gotta hear this band and he played it for me and i think it was like the unanswered split i think that was like the oh, first yeah, yeah, thing yeah. i heard and like yeah he played it for me in the car and i was like holy shit this is fucking incredible and that kind of like yeah that was sort of like where you know i think we started to get into like a lot of like we, we you know i remember us listening to a lot of like inhumanity at that point um obviously palatka who i think are beyond criminally underrated i think underrated. yeah i mean i think Palaka. i mean palatka may be my favorite hardcore band of all time i think they I don't, I think they're unmatched for the style of music they play. I think, I, I think they're incredible. So yeah, 
that was a period in time where I think we were listening to like Charles Bronson, Inhumanity, Palaka. Yeah, like it was starting to get more like, yeah, power violence, if you will. We, we were getting more into that right. like faster, you know, thrashier kind of like more brutal sound at that point. Yeah. yeah no same for me like i mean it, it made an impact with me pretty quickly like as soon as i heard charles bronson i was like oh shit this is amazing and then i just tried like going down a wormhole but the person who i was downloading from was on audio galaxy so they had a folder and i i swear it was called weirdo hardcore or something like that and it had like charles yeah. bronson but it had like orchid and like i discovered a bunch of shit from this one guy like just his, yeah, his cool. record yeah. collection so that's like cool. it inspired cool. a lot that way but yeah. yeah so that was my pick that was my pick <laughs> when i did that's it. awesome um, yeah. uh, my I mean, initial well, my I initial pick, pick was going to be you and i saturday's cab ride home but i matt had heard that so i was I like, like well i don't want to do that rarely yeah. a rare find that i've actually heard it before <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i mean we played with i mean states of seeds played with you and i all the time and those you know sure i mean love those guys like those were those are great times i mean sure that's that's a that's a good pick that's a great pick um yeah orchid's a great pick i mean orchid i mean i was i was a big orchid fan they were great guys and great music and yeah i would i would I'd pick them too for sure i, I mean there's so i mean it's so hard to pick i mean there's so much gold out there especially like i've said this before but like especially during those times i mean I know, I know we're picking albums here, but you know, I mean, there is so many, there's so much gold on like seven inches and 10 inches from that time that it's, it's so hard to pick. No, for sure. And and it's, it, the other thing is like, you know, we try not to limit it to hardcore. We want everybody to pick what they want. Mm -hmm. So like, that's another thing. Like, I mean, for me, especially because like, I mean, I love all kinds of music. Like if I had to pick a favorite, favorite album, it's probably going to end up being something by Leonard Cohen. Yeah, but, I mean, like, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just saying, yeah. like, like that would be something I would have picked for the podcast simply because, like, I feel like, I hate to say that, I feel like for me, that would have been incredibly cliche to say, well, this is, you know, something that informed. But really, Charles Bronson was the band that informed me listening to a bunch of other hardcore bands that led me into just being really into that scene. Yeah. So, and that's, that's kind of why I wanted to, I, I'm trying to keep it in the genre because of what we're talking about. Like, yeah, I sure. Mean, if, you know, if you were to ask me, like, I could, I could name, like, you know, a hundred records that influenced me, but I'm trying to keep it in hardcore, and, like, I mean, you know, Discord stuff was, you know, like, Hoover. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Lurid, Lurid Transversal, I mean, that LP was, like, I mean, that was a, a you know, a game changer for my friends and I. I mean, just, there, there's so much of it. It's so deep, but, yeah, I was just trying to keep it in the hardcore vein, because we're kind of, like, we're, we're talking about that genre, but, yeah, I mean, if you like I said, if you're a music fan, I mean, you're going to love like you're going to I mean, you're going to have like a million records and like you're going to, you know, you're right. going to be buying, you know, you're going to be buying like uh, Afrobeat records and like, you know, you're going to buy a Fela Kute record and a fucking tragedy record, you know, at the same at the same time. Like, that's what you're going to do because you're going right. to, you know, you need both. Right. Like that's how it goes like you, you find value in all the music so yeah yeah no no i agree 100 percent, man and man i want to thank you for for being willing to like chat with us today like it was a big deal right on man yeah it was great chatting thanks guys absolutely thank you Antonio. Right. i appreciate Take your time care. Man.